0: you've always run away from a fight have not you have so have not you have so have not you have so and you know it
1: what's up who would winners and welcome to episode number 126 of the who would win cast the podcast that analyzes fictional fights between familiar faces my name is steve and i am chris man chris man that's a new one
2: i debated whether to say man but i felt like i needed it for the reference to make sense are which you, is I Am Iron Man.
1: Are you um, going to snap your fingers? Because if you were going to, you've already missed that. No, that, that was the reference
2: to when he said it at the press conference at the end of Iron Man 1. So
1: is this the end of the podcast? Should we just cut it here? Yes. All right. And it'll be better for it. And then play I Am Iron Man, you know, the Black Sabbath song, but I Am Chris Man. We'll, we'll work out the logistics there. <laughs> You're either going to get your own uh, Disney Plus show or possibly your own solo film, I feel. That's kind of how the marvel machine works right now so they just pick a superhero and they're like hey get your show or get your movie there you go i could do i could pull it off yeah i have some ideas for which one do you think you could for, fill eight hours Ooh, wait eight hours like a, like a disney plus show to say there's eight episodes maybe say an hour
2: oh good thinking yeah i, I can only do a disney plus like one episode special
1: Ooh, i'm not cut out for movies i'm not not, not yet. Really You'll work your it. way up there. Yeah. What kind of... Anything special with the special? Is it a holiday special? Like, what, what makes it special? Wait, a holiday special.
2: What just makes it special? No, it's just a one-time thing. One so time. It's a one episode. One episode. Limited, limited series. Wait, so when things are called a special on TV, like, you have to know what makes them special? Is that what you ask yourself when you hear there's going to be a special? Is like, there's a Dateline ABC special. And you're like, what's so special about
1: it? Yeah. What's so special about it? What's the purpose of it that's making it so special besides to attract viewers? Because I think when you see that word special, it makes you go, oh... I must watch this
2: well i think that's what they're trying to do and that's why they put it at the end of lots of things worked for me that's what i was doing
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, got it there you go
2: uh chris how Maybe was I'll call it called a one shot because i think that's what okay. kevin feige called them at his pre- at that one big well uh, they
1: do have they did have a couple one shots that were on the dvds a little bit that's what okay that, uh, now of... I'm, now i'm downgraded to a dvd <laughs> a dvd many... they haven't done one though in like six years so hmm. you could bring back the one shots i i thought they were going to bring them back I think they're just going to focus on Disney Plus now. I don't think they care about the one-shots anymore. Mm. Even though there were uh, Marvel comic runs called one-shots, and that's what the Marvel uh, visual cinematic one-shots were playing homage mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, just... Even though they, like, hinted, like, some really important things in those. Like, there's one where they basically admitted that the Mandarin from Iron Man 3 is not the real Mandarin, and that there is a real Mandarin... Out there in the world that is then going to be in shang chi in the, oh. the, the ten rings or something okay so they're dropping like significant plot points in some of them that's yeah that's a good that's a nice little teaser and they, they just put on the 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 blu-ray of like thor like the dark <laughs> world like that's where you would find that one oh, shot. man who even okay this might be insulting but i never watched dvd extras oh, interesting so as a kid always did loved it oh, okay as i got older i don't as much just because i don't have as much time as i did when i was a kid but like I... I feel like, so did you watch them
2: before or after the movie? After. I, after. I would never do that. I was like, you just watched a whole long movie, and now you're going to watch an inferior product that's semi-related to it.
1: Well, sometimes I'd like to see the behind the scenes, what went into making those things happen. Okay. That's why I did some of that.
2: So I guess I, I could equate it to this. You might feel like it's after you eat a steak having some dessert. Correct. But I would feel like after eating a steak, it's like eating like dog food. <laughs>
1: oh, Wow. Mm-hmm or that might be too extreme or it might be after eating a steak i watch uh, a, a video about how my steak was cooked that's what it would be <laughs> so you would We're do that to. so that's a
2: weird thing to do that the dessert metaphor works
1: because that's a common thing to do
2: yeah but but people don't eat a steak and then watch a video about how the steak was made
1: correct because i think there are some people <laughs> like me as a kid where i was interested in how the steak was made and now, as an adult, I'm like, I'm good. I don't have time to watch how the video on how the okay. steak was made. All right,
2: I think we we drifted. We kind of got back <laughs> yeah. on track, and then we're, and we're, going, we're going. We should move. We're on. going off
1: again. Uh, so we're coming back from from uh, the holidays, the new year. We hope everybody had a very uh, great holiday season. Happy New Year, Chris. You have a good holiday. Sure, I had a great holiday. That's awesome. Any, any cool? As best this could be considering the circumstances. Everything going on. Well, I great, uh, did you did you have any special gifts that you received or that um, you gave I to just somebody else? Really
2: liked um, getting to see Lucy enjoy Christmas. She's uh, she's like two and two and two and a half, two and three quarters, and really into it. I Was heard that f-
1: she received a phone call from Santa Claus. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, she did, but we can't talk about it in case she ever listens to this.
1: I mean that's fine, but I mean we know that. Uh, okay. I, I, yeah, I just heard that she got a phone. Call okay, that Santa we'll Clause. leave it at that. She got a call yeah. from Santa
2: Claus. That's great. But she also is the first year she left out cookies and milk for Santa. Oh, that's pretty cute. cool. That's
1: great. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, I don't have any of that yet, just because we don't have any kids. But it's cool to see that magic going going through her. Um, yeah, it's been a, a very enjoyable week. It's very been, it's been nice and relaxing with my wife and I, Allie, both being teachers. We've been off this week, which has been very enjoyable. Caught up on a lot of things I wanted to catch up on. We finished Queen's Gambit. Good. Which yep. really, really enjoyed. That
2: too, I, would rec- I really liked it. Yep, definitely would recommend you say that? you have to like chess to like that show? No.
1: Definitely. I completely no. agree. Like, I, I really enjoy chess, so it just kind of I would say helps. I like chess, but I wouldn't want to watch a show about it. But I love <laughs> Queen's Gambit. It was super good. I love Queen's Gambit. That was awesome. Um, I'm currently in the middle of Ready Player Two, which I'm really enjoying. It's a lot of fun. Uh, it's a great time. And I did something else. Oh, I finally got to see Tenant. I saw it twice. Um, I just rewatched it last night because I really wanted to try to understand it and I did a little more than the first time. The first time I watched it, I was like, What the heck is going on? Have you also read anything to supplement I, your I, I have read uh some things, but the one thing that really helped, and this is one uh, a lot of complaints about the film, is uh it's subtitles. very hard to understand. So I watched second time I watched it with subtitles and I thought to myself, Ah, now I understand what's <laughs> happening.
2: I think even other directors were giving uh Christopher Nolan some some uh shade for for making his dialogue so hard to understand
1: it's very very difficult it was kind of like bane in the dark Night i was gonna Rises. say is
2: that is that what it was like everyone bit. just talks like Bane.
1: and also um have you ever seen dunkirk no uh in dunkirk tom hardy's character also tom hardy there he wears like a fighter mask the whole time because he's a pilot very hard to understand what he's saying too and in this movie there's uh these masks that the characters have to wear during the time inversion and it's just some of it's just very hard to understand what they're saying
2: but, I, I'm surprised that gets through all the testing and screening that yeah, these I don't movies know. go through. I, don't but know. I I think he just doesn't care. Doesn't, he's like a pure so auteur. He, he like, might be one of the few directors that can just be like, gets to make the movie he wants without studio
1: meddling. I think, I think after he made The Dark Knight, Warner Brothers was like, sure. Blank check. Whatever you, oh, Inception, go for it, which was awesome. And mm-hmm. then Interstellar made a ton of money. Dunkirk made a ton of money. So I, I think this is his f- first movie. Where he had no restraints like they were like here's 200 million dollars go do whatever the heck you want to do and i think they need to reel him in just a little bit just a little yeah it's getting a little getting a little crazy but uh yeah this i I, that was nice to get to catch up on some things i haven't been able to to do during the regular time um chris our, our previous episode christmas themed we had Sir Cole. Remember our friend Sir Cole? I sure do. We, we chose two movies that no one's ever seen. No, I'm really curious if anyone has watched these two movies because of our podcast. Wow, that would be something special. It
2: really would be. Let us know if We watched them because of someone else's podcast. <laughs> it's the chain but of the six degrees of separation. Those podcasts. people's podcast is much more famous than ours. That's true.
1: That's true. So we had Sir Cole from uh, The Night Before Christmas going up against Chip the Nutcracker from A Very Nutty Christmas. And as of right now... Sir Cole is winning seventy one percent to Chips twenty nine percent.
2: That's right. That sounds right.
1: Uh, some of the responses that we got some from from some of our listeners include using their fictional high school boyfriends as example. Zac Efron being Vanessa Hudgens' boyfriend beats Harvey from Sabrina <laughs> Joan Hart. Plus, a real sword versus a wooden sword. Unless he goes for his finishing move, the Nutcracker, he hasn't got a chance. <laughs>
2: i really appreciate whoever wrote that yeah that that's fine that I, li- I like
1: bringing in the the high school boyfriends because that does yeah. offer some um some a little some insight that we, we didn't think about yet. Yeah. i don't know about zach afron though i mean like yeah he's like like a jock and athletic and stuff like that but i don't know i don't remember Sabrina that well and oh, yeah. I, I did love it as a kid yeah but. uh someone else wrote in saying sir cole is so brave yet still sweet i think you should do who is the worst mom phineas uh and Ferb versus E.T. <laughs>
2: That's really good. <laughs> put it on the list. You put that on the list. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. Yeah, those two parents are completely... Oblivious, oblivious to, the... to everything going on whatsoever. Both of them in very dangerous situations. Yeah, well, one has an extraterrestrial, and the other's kids are just... I mean, they do everything. They build... Like, they should be dead. Absolutely. We don't want them to be no, dead. I, I no, I like that Charlotte. I like those yeah.
2: kids, but...
1: Uh, someone else wrote in saying, I think that Chip would let Sir Cole get his armor, and Cole would destroy him uh yeah i mean if you count what chip has being armor i don't know if i would constitute that really being we, we discussed that it's basically yeah. just
2: a heavy coat yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> and someone said because sir cole already knows how to make fire and chip has a wood sword <laughs> so Ch- chip loses his weapon and must lose after that i mean i mean we've, we've, it's hard to tell but would he, we don't know the whole biology of chip like is he wood on the inside like we don't know because then he could just burn too yeah he's
2: made they, out of wood that kind of came up on the how did this get made discussion yeah like, it's very
1: very interesting
2: what are the rules of a nutcracker turning into a human
1: right does he And in, in, the, in the podcast they started getting into the nitty gritties right like, they what, want to know some, has, some specific yeah. stuff exactly yeah i don't know these are all these are all great i responses. feel like
2: our, our listeners are like smart <laughs> we got some great takes on I, this. I
1: absolutely i think i i Sometimes I wish we could have people sit in and just offer feedback while, no, we're, while we're talking. No, it about would
2: it. make us look bad because some of them are smarter than us. Yeah,
1: I, I would say most of them are. I would say, I mean, looking at these four comments, they put more thoughts in those than, than we would sometimes get fired do. from our own podcast. <laughs> exactly. There'd be a coup. Coup, throw them out. So thank you so much for all of you who uh, weighed in on that. Great responses, as always. They always crack me up. I love seeing those different types of things. Uh, Chris, you ready to get started with today's podcast?
2: I'm ready. You sure? Yeah. Yeah, I actually want to real quick throw in my Netflix recommendation, because you mentioned uh, Queen's Gambit. I will throw in, uh, with some caveats, Bridgerton.
1: Yeah, that just came out, right?
2: Just came out. Just finished season one myself. Uh, Was apprehensive at first. Didn't really care for anything about the show, I would say. It's about Victorian-era brides or girls trying to find husbands and... I got, I got pulled into it. I got very interested in the characters, when and did,
1: uh, I liked the ending. When did you get hooked into it? Because you said it, at first you were a little apprehensive. So what? Oh. Halfway through, second in ballpark it doesn't have to be exact. It
2: like. was early, it was pretty early. That's on. good. Okay,
1: and that's that's Shonda Rhimes. It is a Shonda Rhimes. She
2: she left ABC. Oh boy. Now has some I don't know what her contract is like, but she made a she made the show for Netflix, and uh, it is a weird it is a like fictionalized version of of. I said Victorian England. I don't know if that's one hundred percent right, but like based on the costumes, that's what I'm gonna call it. With okay. Like my little knowledge of what is actually Victorian England, but um, they like mix in some modern things. Like um, there's not there's like there's like hmm, how do I say this? There's there's many there's like diversity in the in the cast. Okay. And that's like not it discussed. Where like and probably at the time was that as wouldn't diverse. have been how it really was. I but, see what you're saying. But it. I think it. They just picked the best actors for the roles. Like I don't. Think as it, as it should be. Yeah.
1: yeah, that's good. I'm glad that they're they're doing that. And um, kind of. It seems kind of like a Hamilton in a way. Yes, I would describe it just, like just that. picked who they who they thought would best fit the roles. You know, background, creed, whatever, didn't have anything mm-hmm. to do with their decisions.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, so you know, give it a shot. Maybe just read about it, think about it. But I would say it's probably not for everyone. But i M- Mature, it. a little mature right for sure. Oh, yeah. for sure oh for sure don't a, watch it with your out kids there. yeah
1: not a kid show and how what would you say cut off age 14 <laughs> watch it by yourself i mean Ooh. hey okay
2: first i would say your your kid would not want to watch this with you under any circumstances <laughs> and like probably like you need to you need to have a mature child okay so it, i don't want to say an age
1: but just like don't <laughs> yeah I you, mean, you'll, you'll know, you would know if you're, you, if you're watching it and you're, and you just get a sense whether or not it's what you should be watching. With I your mean, there is nudity, so oh, there make go. sure you're good with that. Good with that. So there you go. Chris stamp of approval, Bridgerton on Netflix. Thanks for letting me get that in. Oh, absolutely. All right. So remember if you have any ideas for any future matchups or scenarios, or if you just like to say hello, you can reach us through Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, Send us an email at whowouldwincast at gmail.com and consider checking out our website, www.whowouldwincast.com. You can also subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you listen to podcasts. And please leave leave us a rating on iTunes so it helps us spread the word about our show, and you'll get a shout-out read live on our show. Chris, what are we talking about today? We're talking about New Year's resolutions. Yeah.
2: And we're talking about characters or people who had maybe a rough a rough time in twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. I mean, sure, we all did. Maybe they had rougher ones for some reason or another. Yeah, and can
1: turn things around in twenty twenty one. Yeah, now, we did an episode like this. I think about three years ago. Was it that maybe, long maybe ago? four years ago? I think it was. Going no into, way. I think it was going into twenty seventeen. No,
2: why wouldn't we? This is only the second time we've done this. Yeah, I'm why didn't for, we do it other times? Sure. This a good, like, good idea.
1: I don't know. I yeah. like this
2: idea. It was hard to think of people, though. I will say. Yeah,
1: it was. It was because everybody. We didn't want to like pick on people because there's so many. Everybody had a bad twenty twenty you know so we didn't want to go after an individual or a group and be like oh you've had a really bad 2020 cuz a lot of people really could not control how bad of a 2020 people had but yeah so four year four years ago holy smokes so we uh we There's had There's no way we did this podcast it, 4 years it ago It was it was and you know why i remember it What because i i picked um the DCEU and that was because in 2016 they had suicide come out suicide squad come out and I think they had another movie come out, and it was just really, really uh, ill received, like not well received whatsoever. And I said they really need to change things going into 2017 with Justice League and, <laughs> and and a lot of other things. I think too. When was Batman v Superman? Was that after twelve? 20- that was in, that was it. That was in 2016 also. Oh, okay. Thank you. That that's it also. That was the other movie I remember now. And so I said they had a the DCEU had a really bad 2016 with just with a uh, Batman vs Superman and Suicide Squad and in 2017 they're going to have Wonder Woman and they were going to have Justice League and one of those panned out, other one did not, but also it's coming back again this year which is crazy to think. Justice League being re-released as the Snyder cut.
2: Oh yeah.
1: Um they still have Aquaman uh, then they had Aquaman, which I never saw. I knew it made a ton of money. I never saw it either. Uh, I heard people enjoyed it. Uh, I knew the new Wonder Woman. I haven't seen it. Uh, I know Mixed I've, reviews. I've seen, I've seen some mixed things from it. I know some people have really enjoyed it. Some people maybe not. I um, enjoyed the
2: first Wonder Woman. I thought it was fun.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed uh, what I saw of it also. I know um, the new... So there was a new uh, like Harley Quinn movie that came out this year too like in February oh that was a while ago and yeah that, was the year that didn't do well though, right? I don't think it did that great it was also right before COVID hit so it mm. definitely you know hurt the box office I'm sure so that's what I did four years ago man four years ago isn't that crazy and you did yes. Adam Sandler
2: yeah because I I don't remember the specifics as well as you <laughs> was... uh, that's impressive that you remember all that's, that that's my memory but I'm guessing Adam Sandler had made some bad movies <laughs> which is a a pretty safe thing to say about adam sandler any year i was gonna say yeah that's and i think i pitched some like i pitched some like new movie where he like remade one of his old movies like water boy i, I or think he
1: did a sequel to happy gilmore. happy gilmore and it was actually
2: really good that would be so good it was really good i, I don't know he might not like making sequels i don't know did he make sequels to any of his stuff uh i think grown-ups got a sequel but he didn't he probably wasn't he probably
1: didn't write that did he I would bet he did
2: oh really oh okay i, I never I'll, saw I'll, grown-ups i'll check i've
1: never seen it either but i would check that he did grown-ups
2: i assumed like a serious adult wrote it and not adam sandler
1: um and but then this year he had uh that Huey halloween, halloween movie, which you loved right
2: it combined two of my favorite things which is halloween and bad movies <laughs>
1: <laughs> Although adam, uh... i think
2: adam sandler made some interesting choices that i didn't quite agree with like giving his character that accent that he does a lot <laughs> and i feel like if he just didn't do that it would have been a much better movie (laughs) right um so i have a funny story this is what i told you before we started recording i was going to tell you i read this article about adam sandler where like one of his movies got like panned pretty bad i don't remember if he got like like razzie's for it in 2020 or just in a previous No, it was in like 20 the jack and jill it's been like two years ago okay and somebody said something that i don't know I don't know. His movies always get made fun of, so I don't know what, what it was specifically. But he basically swore he would make the worst movie ever. And this article was like, well, was it Hubie Halloween? And they're like, no, because that would have been already been in production when this happened. So, <laughs> potentially, 2021, Adam Sandler may try to make the worst movie ever made. And, he want, and he's aiming for that. Well, he said it. I'm, he was probably joking. He's, right. He probably can't afford to do that. Like, right, right, with right. His, even though his Netflix contract <laughs> has actually been working out money-wise, I believe. I doubt he can, like he has a lot of people that. counting on him that right. work in his production company that he probably wouldn't do that but
1: and it also comes down to that what makes a bad movie is it bad because it's intentionally bad or is it bad because they tried their hardest to make it good yeah because if he's trying so, to make it bad then it might just be too hard you know mm-hmm. that he's trying to go for it
2: yeah. I actually yeah, so I did enjoy Huey Halloween though. I don't even think it was the worst Adam Sandler movie. Well, then
1: that's he sounds like he may have had some shining light in his 2020. It sounds. <laughs> At least so, if you're fans of uh Halloween, Halloween and, and Adam and Sandler bad movies. Yeah. So, so that was what we did 4 years ago. So this year, same thing, but two completely different well, One's pretty similar to be honest, yeah. Well, yeah, one is, yeah, one's just the flip coin of that, exactly. So, uh, so who are we going into?
2: What do you got? Uh, so I'm choosing, I was gonna originally choose just Robert Downey Jr., but I was worried I wouldn't have quite enough things to talk about, so I lumped him in with the MCU because okay. I thought it'd be interesting to talk about that, which has been riding high by all standards, oh, absolutely, pretty much, especially compared to the DC EU, yeah. So
1: We'll, we'll, we'll get into that. Okay. And you have chosen. I've chosen uh, Carol Baskin. Who's that? Carol Baskin. If, if you're listening to this and you don't know who Carol Baskin is, I don't know what you did during 2020. You must have stayed off the internet. Uh, like everybody probably knows, Carol Baskin is one of the uh, focus points of the 2020 Netflix documentary series Tiger King, which was for a brief moment yeah. this year, the world was unified. It was really like it a was, perfect
2: place, perfect timing. It, it
1: was like like when people talk about COVID 10 years from now, they're going to talk about Tiger King. Because it was right when the quarantine It was right college. when it started. And it was insane. It was insane. Yeah. Like you just could not believe. Like you were, one of our uh, family members has never seen it, never knew anything about it. And you described it as <laughs> one of the employees gets their arm bitten off by a tiger And that's like the fifth craziest thing to happen. Like like that's a perfect description of that show. So Carol Baskin is just one of uh, the target, like I said, focus points of that documentary. And there's a lot with her that I'll I'll go into (laughs) also. But she definitely, I think she had an awful 2020. And um, I'll see if I can come up with some ideas as to what she needs to do to have a better. I can't uh, wait to hear it. (laughs) What she has to do to have a better 2021. (laughs) So, let me tell you a little bit
2: about uh, my friend Robert Downey Jr. So, um, he was, by all accounts, the shining star of the Avengers. Oh, absolutely. Um, highest paid. Probably revived the franchise. or the Sorry, revived the... Uh, what's the right word? The, the MCU. Like, he started it.
1: Yeah, he's like the godfather.
2: And um, basically... I view him, I think a lot of people do, as, like, the Iron Man. Like, when you think of... He's, like, the perfect casting for Iron Absolutely. Man. Absolutely. Yep. Um, so, um, kind of a major spoiler. If you haven't seen uh, Avengers Endgame, don't let's skip over the next, like, ten seconds. He he uh, passes away. Yeah. So, kind of uh, seems like he's done. Mm-hmm. He's said publicly that he felt like his time as Iron Man. He's done everything he can with the character. He wants to move on. His arc is complete. Yes. Yeah. Good one. Uh... So then he makes a movie called do little <laughs> <laughs> that came out January 17th, 2020. Yeah. It's a remake of a remake of like, I don't know. A, a bajillion remakes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, where he plays a doctor who can talk to animals mm-hmm. and uh, it bombed. It was, it's, it has a 13% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh man, I would never see it. Like, even though I like bad movies, this doesn't, this isn't, this actually whatsoever. isn't the right kind of bad movie. Like,
1: I remember seeing the, the ads for it, and I was like, no, no way. Yeah. I, I
2: could tell from the first trailer I saw that this was not a good movie. Yeah. Yet. And he should have known this as well. So, like, first I would question why he did it. Maybe he, for his kids. Possibly. Maybe for a favor. I don't know why paycheck.
1: he did it. Yeah, I don't know. There's no way he needed a paycheck. Though. That's true. That's true. Unless he wanted to stay relevant. Because, like, let's be honest. Robert Downey Jr., he has been, for the past decade, Iron Man. Yeah, sure. That's really it. Yeah. He did have a flirt with Sherlock Holmes twice. I like him as Sherlock Holmes. Thought, back I thought, yeah. And
2: there's rumors of a third one coming uh, Yeah, out,
1: there right? is. Yeah, exactly. But other than that, nothing. Sure, so I don't know if this is his attempt to stay I, relevant. Uh, I hope he didn't think that. Like I feel like <laughs> if that's his... I need to figure out something to do now that Iron Man is over. I need to find some <sighs> some new franchise to, to revive and to, 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 to star in. Nah, I don't know. Just take some time off, man. Enjoy yeah. your stardom. Anyway,
2: count all that sweet, sweet then, Disney. Cash. So that comes out in January. Then in uh, March, April, things start shutting down. Actors are out of work. No movies are getting made. Although things are kind of starting back now. But so can't really doesn't have time to redeem himself. I don't know if he has plans. I don't know if any movies he's going to be in in the future. Although one of my twenty, one of my potential saving things I'll mention in a, a later. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of basically how Robert Downey Jr.'s twenty twenty went. He started it off in a in a huge flop after like being at the height of his career and then uh lost his job
1: so (laughs) yeah he's got he's got nothing so he does have another marvel movie coming out this year what is it black widow oh he's in black widow uh apparently he's or maybe because black widow takes well black widow takes place before i think civil war okay uh so he would still be Still be alive technically okay but still tony stark again yeah. You know, Iron Man.
2: Yeah, I mean, so I, I want him to come
1: back. As well. Oh, yeah, I'm I'm fine, I'm fine with that, too. Um, does that list TV stuff on what the page you're on? Uh, it does also. Does it possibly list Armor Wars? Uh, so it does not uh, have that. It has the Loki show, apparently. It says archival footage from Avengers Endgame. Oh, okay. Um, and then he also has a voice recording for the new show What If? Marvel What If? Have you heard about that? No. It's an animated show, and it's basically... A take on these uh Marvel comics called What Ifs, basically saying, What if this happened instead of this? So gotcha what if Sharon Carter got the super soldier serum? What if uh T'Challa was Star Lord, he got abducted instead of Okay. Um whatnot.
2: So he's gonna be uh he's gonna be in that. So I'll just I'll just go into this now since I kind of already teased it. So there are rumors or maybe just more like hopeful wishes. That he might be in the upcoming marvel tv series armor
1: wars. i did see that yeah
2: so what is announced is that it centers on um james rhodes is that roadie's name yes as war machine uh in some similarity of the armor wars comic plot where it revolved around a lot around like people stealing stark technology to make robots and armored suits yeah uh i would argue and i think others too that like maybe james that so I think with Don Cheadle, was he the maybe couldn't carry that himself?
1: Might be tough. I don't know. I,
2: maybe he could. I just don't think he has the charisma that Robert Downey Jr. had. I think. Yeah. I think if they try to run an Iron Man show without Iron Man, it's going to be tough. So some people think maybe bring, Robert bring Downey
1: Jr. returns. I have heard some uh, some ideas that maybe uh, Sam Rockwell's Justin Hammer from Iron Man Two could come back for that. Because in Iron Man Two, do you remember Iron Man Two? Yeah, you remember how yeah. he builds like his like own so some Iron of those, Man suits? Some of that stuff is kind of borrowing from
2: Armor Wars. Very okay. similar, you know. Stark technology falls into the wrong hands. Gotcha. And yeah. a lot of other villains were building robot suits, and they found out. Wait a minute, they're built with Stark technology. Right. So
1: he kind of went on a crusade to stop that. So that could. So if that does happen, so he could have a better 2021 with Armor War. Well, that might be 2022, but in the yeah. future. But in the future. But in the future. Um, if he's in Black Panther, or not Black Panther, excuse me, Black Widow, that could give him some options there. The What If comes out in 2021 also. Um, so that gives him gives him
2: some possibilities. Yeah, so can he break out of the Marvel Universe? I don't know. Yeah, it's tough. If he's picking roles like Doolittle, no.
1: <laughs> yeah, I would say before, I, d- I just pulled up his filmography, before um, Doolittle, the last like starring role he had in that wasn't iron man was in 2014 movie called the judge i do remember that yeah like marvel really took a chance on him in iron man right like people
2: weren't sure if that was a good
1: decision right oh yeah that was like i wouldn't say scolded but people were like what yeah like you're picking that guy i mean it was the it was absolutely the right call 100 percent. absolutely the right call um yeah i mean Looking at his 2020, I think he can only go up from there. really, yeah. If he go, if he goes down from there, I mean, you know, I I hope his career's okay. He'll be fine though. Let's talk about the MCU in general. So, related, they
2: law they had to push back a lot of their stuff. They had to push back at least two movies, uh, Black Widow and Eternals. Right, both had 2020 release dates. Now have 2021 release dates. Uh, I think Eternals went push. Did they both push back a full year? Eternals is like third, like November or something. October November. Wow, so that must have been a whole year then. Yeah. Yeah, that's a year. Yeah.
1: And Black Widow did too. Okay. Yeah. So Yeah.
2: And then at least two TV series, um WandaVision and the flying guy, Falcon. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Put 2020 release dates on Disney Plus also pushed back. Correct. Yeah. So, it's tough to not release any movies in your? Uh, this is Phase Four now of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, right? Uh, an ongoing, continuate continued, connected storyline has to keep people engaged, has to keep people interested, right? Has to keep the movies coming, the stories continuing, and then to just basically take a year off,
1: right? What will the effect? Especially be? taking a year off from where it ended?
2: Yeah, basically a, a complete know, story, kind game finishing, right. kind of wrapping up a lot of characters'
1: stories. Exactly. Maybe, maybe people want it, will be done with it. I mean, me personally, I, I really enjoy the MCU. I find it a lot of fun. It's cool to see that uh but like I'm not hankering for Black Widow. Same. Or, I don't or, have the
2: excitement I had for like of this the of big adventures. Right, and it
1: doesn't and it's not because of the character Black Widow. It's just like I'm just kind of like, all right, like I feel like it's kind of over now. Yes. Even though it's not. And yeah, they're Yeah,
2: gonna... I I personally don't really like uh going not i'm not it's not really a prequel but like i don't like going back in the timeline like because i feel like i already know where the characters are going to end up right it's not as interesting to me
1: yeah it's kind of hard to watch a black widow movie after she had just died in yeah you know because you're like well she's just going to die in two movies anyway yeah so and
2: uh it's probably going to be fun i like superhero movies i would like to see them but like like you said, i don't have the hankering
1: I don't right. Have... Like I mean um the Eternals I'm, I I don't know much I'm about the I'm car- curious to see how that goes. I, that's how I feel. I'm curious to see how that goes. Uh, the Shang- the Shang-Chi movie, I'm curious about the Mandarin with that. I'm really curious to see uh how that goes. Uh the third Spider-Man movie. I'm really curious to see how that goes with all the uh casting announcements and rumors that have been so going on. So that's how that. I feel too. I'm
2: still interested at the MCU. Correct. I haven't I haven't like turned off. Correct. But I've, my excitement level is lower. Yes. And if they don't hit, if things if things aren't – if some aren't good, it's going to hurt even more. Exactly. And the other thing that's interesting to think about is, like, they, like, plan out their timelines where, like – Oh, man. Like, you know, one story affects another. Right. So, like, you can't put out one movie – like, if you mess up the order, you, you've you now confused the story or you've given spoilers for the other one. Yeah. And that could start happening now that they've had to push movies back a year.
1: Yeah, because, like you said, Falcon and the Winter Soldier was supposed to come out in 2020, I think, like, in August. So that was going to be the first Disney Plus show, where now it's going to be WandaVision, which comes out later this month. Yeah. So that's completely shifting around their storytelling because they're like you said, their release order is their story, and yeah. they want they want you to consume that content in that order. Um, yeah, especially the Marvel recipe COVID is just really yeah it's, really ruin it right now. So
2: I will say I will say though as how it could get better in twenty twenty one, they they are chock full of releases although. A lot of 2021 stuff also got pushed. We right. are going to get the two Disney Plus shows. We are going to get at least two movies plus m- more than two. Sorry. We'll get we'll get the two we talked about, um, mm-hmm. Eternals and Black
1: Widow. Mm-hmm. Also, the Shang-Chi. What's, uh... I think that comes out in 2022 now. Are you sure? Yeah, I just I, looked. I, 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 might have mis- I might have misread. Might I know spider Man's coming out in December, I know now. The was third Spider-Man? Yeah, that's supposed to come out in the summer originally. And now it's coming out... Um... In, in so I, I have what I'm looking at: Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings,
2: July 9th, 2021 release date.
1: Oh, that's great! That's awesome. Then I didn't know that. Okay. And
2: then, like you said, the Spider-Man, uh, wow, third so Spider-Man, were, December 7th. So
1: they have four movies coming out. Four. Yeah. Holy smokes! And two, two Disney oh Plus. Oh my series. gosh! Yeah. So Disney is or the MCU is really trying to redeem themselves. Yeah, and in like so that's the thing though they have to be good if they're good. Well, they have to be good, and the theaters also have to be open. That's like the biggest yeah. caveat right now. Unless they just so, go right Black to Black streaming or may,
2: something.
1: That's tight. I don't know because they pushed that back to November of 2020, saying like, "Oh yeah, things will be better in November 2020." Well,
2: so I mean, if we, I think we're at the point in our country where the only thing that's going to make things better is large vaccine adoption. Correct. That's basically, all we have left. Right. Exactly. And
1: it may seems too early for that like well they, they, yeah they were hoping for 20 million by the end of 2020 and i think they said they hit like 2.8 yeah million. i heard something like that yeah a little,
2: a little lower than expectations and, and kind of right now the thought is general population like non-risk gets the vaccine in right in, what's that you know, april may june time so i don't know some yeah, may june it's something gonna like. be, it's
1: gonna be a while
2: so may 7th black widow is it's tight Is tight yeah it's really tight but if they have to push that again, what is that? I don't, I don't, even, I couldn't even speculate. Oh, th- what that I would think do. at
1: that point they'll just put it on Disney Plus. They can't afford to though, but I think they'll have like, because oh, what are you, you going to do? Because now you're releasing all these things on Disney Plus. Like the storytelling process is beginning.
2: Yes, that's the thing. They they have to get these stories out. Like, what if the story of Black Widow affects exactly Spider Man or Eternals? Exactly. Probably not Eternals. They seem they might try to keep Eternals separate for the first movie. Yeah, but you, ne- you never, but you don't post, know. Post yeah, credit scene, who you never knows? know. Those post
1: credit yeah. scenes always tease something coming down the pipe. So. Yeah, it, it really... But, I mean, as of right now, I think they're lined up to have a really good rebound.
2: Yeah. For 2021. It could be exciting. Absolutely. I just saw, Um, I didn't know this, that Sam Raimi is directing the Doctor Strange sequel. Yes. Yeah, people that's are really cool. excited about that. So that's 2022. But that got pushed back from 2021.
1: Man, so that was supposed to, Man, it's crazy to think what would have come out this year. 2021.
2: Yeah. Did Thor 11 Thunder also get pushed back from 2021?
1: Uh, I, that I don't know off the top of my head. Is that 2022 now? It's
2: 2022 now. And I, I really liked ragnarok i know some people had issues but i just thought it was a really fun movie yeah and i love taika Waititi. especially I'll with watch, natalie portman i watch back. anything taika Waititi does
1: yeah yeah i agree i think that has good potential also
2: oh so that's that's Whew, robert Downey man. jr and marvel so we'll you're see com- how they do in you're coming back swinging
1: with the uh, with Marvel sure. with, with the mcu here boy, For sure. boy oh boy all right well, let's talk about uh, Carol Baskin. I would love to talk about Tiger King. It's been a while, though. I feel like I forget a lot, so I'm there's curious so many to things, see. Like you said, like there's just some things you hear and you're like, "Wow, that's not even the craziest thing that happened in that in that so documentary." This is some
2: serious. This is like not also not a kid-appropriate show. No,
1: no, not at all. If you so, haven't seen it, go see it. If it's age-appropriate for you, don't watch it with your kids. If you have younger kids,
2: yeah. So we might mention some things that are. Uh, I don't know. We'll try to keep we'll try to do our best. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So uh, Carol Baskin, she is the owner of a basically like a big cat uh, protection group. It's called Big Cat Rescue. And I forget where it's located. I think it's in Florida, which would make complete sense for her.
2: Yeah, I think uh, I think it was Florida.
1: Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's called Big Cat Rescue. And uh, what she does is there's this like huge trade in our country in the United States of like big cats,
2: like this whole like Like buying a tiger,
1: buying a tiger and people going to these, uh, these, these, it's basically a zoo, but she calls it, you know, like a sanctuary, but it's, I mean, the cats are in cages and she charges people money to go and see them and they can take pictures with them and, and all that kind of stuff. And she had this huge feud with this guy named Joe Exotic, who basically did the exact same thing she did. However, well, his... I think
2: we're gonna get, we're gonna get into some fights on this podcast because I, so. I, I think she is fundamentally different, and it's unfair to characterize her in the same way.
1: But I, th- I okay well, okay. So Joe Exotic, he I think so he's the same in my opinion as Carol Baskin. He just has a really bad PR.
2: So I think the 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 documentary tried to portray it like that. Uh And Joe exotic definitely did, but like there are some key differences. Like, allegedly carol baskin wasn't breeding them to get more she was only no, she was only taking correct, them correct to take care of
1: and them. and and he and joe exotic and and i do agree with you on that joe exotic was he was doing it purely for entertainment and profit yes money greed money greed absolutely he he may have started
2: out caring about the animals but it, but it was pretty clear Once to me the that by the started rolling end, in, it yeah. was about the money exactly
1: and i do agree with you carol baskin she wasn't doing it for the money and there's one other key thing about her that i just want to
2: highlight that she was supporting legislation to ban the sale of big cats. Like she was, she was
1: trying to end her own. Yeah, business. like she
2: she was talking the talk, saying we need to preserve, save these animals, and like walking it by saying, "Let's make laws that do it."
1: Right. No, abs- absolutely. No, I I do I do agree with what you're saying. And I
2: think some version of that law got passed, but I don't know if it was extremely restrictive or not. But recently, or yeah, in the past year, it? I think.
1: Okay. Uh. So so carol baskin she had this huge fast this huge uh feud with the joe exotic like a, i said a hilarious feud hilarious it? feud yeah which which was actually a very dangerous feud i mean he yeah he, he hired somebody to murder her
2: yeah so you jumped the gun a little bit there but yes for sure yeah, he, he did
1: he tried he tried hiring someone to murder her which is why he ended up in, in prison um so so carol ba- so why did she have a bad 2020 i'll go carol baskin so first of all Tiger King comes out, mm-hmm. and like you mentioned, and I completely agree with you. Tiger King unfairly portrays her as being um, the same as Joe Exotic, which you know she's not. she she's doing She's doing similar things. She, I, I would say the way yeah, she's not fully like amazing. No, I agree. I would say like the way the animals are kept at her place are the same as basically, to an extent, the same as at, at Joe Exotic's place. Um, but when this documentary came out, I mean the whole like country, I feel like turned against her. Yes, she was like vilified. Everybody loved Joe exotic. They thought he was hysterical. He thought, they thought he was funny, but Carol Baskin, just nobody like her approval rating right now, whatever it would be if, if Gallup did a so poll on
2: that. The, there's, I'm sure you're going to get into it, but that, another big thing, she's Accused of killing her husband in the in the documentary. Exactly. Yeah, Bat- and, and, and I Joe agree. And,
1: and I think yeah. So the documentary implies or leads this leaves the seeds that she had something to do with the the disappearance of her husband, which Joe Exotic also tried capitalizing on. He talked a lot about that, which has led to numerous conspiracy theories that she did indeed kill her husband. I'm not saying that she did. I'm not saying that she didn't. There are some interesting things. I would agree. About it. I very, would go as far to very say Very interesting. I don't think she
2: killed her husband. Okay. Uh, I personally feel like, though, she knows something. I yeah, think that's I I, I I think that's fair. I think she knows more than she's letting on, and she potentially took advantage of the situation to... Better herself.
1: Okay, yes, yes. So her husband or her her previous husband was a was a gentleman by the name of Don Lewis, and he disappeared in nineteen ninety-seven and he has been missing since then. Um which is which is interesting. I, I forgot about this, is that they have his legal death as two thousand two. So five years and one day. Because that's how long she
2: had to wait exactly to declare him dead. Correct. So, exactly. It's one so of the things. It's like, just one of know. the things.
1: that's like, hmm. So five years and a day. That's when she said, "All right, he's officially now, um, dead." And um, so some interesting things that I, I've uh, read upon is that there's this huge conspiracy theory that she put him in a meat grinder and fed him to tigers in 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 the in the in her big cat rescue. Pretty much Joe Exotic says exactly that in his... Basically, in his, like, which exactly people that. have then peddled and said, oh, yeah, she killed her husband. Um, I did read that uh, the the meek grinder that she's accused of using was actually removed from the sanctuary weeks before he disappeared, so it would not have been there in order for her to do that. Uh, there is also another conspiracy theory that he's uh, buried in the septic tank in the sanctuary. However, that septic tank was not built until years after he disappeared so there are some conflicting things there with with uh the the, the theories about yeah Carol so i have
2: i have my own theories so uh some interesting things the documentary also brings up is that uh don don had a small plane and made frequent trips to south america yes and that is basically ooh, i shouldn't say basically i don't want to like offend anyone but that is one of the hallmarks of a drug runner. Frequent small <laughs> plane trips from Florida to South America. So I, I am inclined to believe he was involved with some shady businesses. Okay. That Carol knew something about. Maybe not all the details. Maybe knew he was in some trouble. And when he didn't come back, she was like, okay, I guess it caught up to him. Right. And, right. and that's, that's what you get.
1: That's yeah. what happens. And then she doesn't want to get involved in it. Yeah, you know, I she mean, doesn't want to be associated with it, so she's like, oh, whatever, you know, happened, happened." So, so that's one of the big things. That's like you—you you mentioned Carol Baskin now, and I would say most people would be like, "Oh, yeah, she killed her husband." Yeah, you know,
2: people. There's some pe- pretty famous Joe Exotic memes where he's saying things about her that are pretty offensive. Mm-hmm. That you might also people might also remember, right? Um. Okay, I will. I will say in a, a point against her she does seem to have a very strange relationship with her current husband. Oh
1: yeah. I forget. What it is. Let me see what his name is. Like
2: to the point where like, Howard. if you told me that Howard Baskin. he dressed as like an animal and she walked him around on a leash, I would be like, <laughs> yeah, that's, that checks out with what I saw.
1: <laughs> I know some people said he seems like the one that would uh, have intercourse with socks on and like <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. They definitely seem like they have a weird, uh weird relationship with the yeah, two of them. Yeah.
2: yeah. So, Definitely portrayed in a negative light in Tiger King. Correct. Definitely Correct. vilified in the media and popular culture. Or not Correct. media, at least popular culture.
1: So that's that's just adding to her why she's had a bad 2020. That's like just starting it off right there. Right. So this whole documentary comes out and everyone's against her, accusing her of killing her husband whatnot. Also going off of that, the case uh, for his disappearance has never been closed. And Tiger King premiered on... March 20th, so that was right when things were getting shut down, so March 20th. Then, on March 30th, so 10 days later, police ask for new leads in the disappearance of Don Lewis. So 10 days after that documentary comes out, police are like, all right, we want more... Uh, people to either come out or people to provide us with some evidence or some things that they know or or whatnot regarding this disappearance. So while 2020 is already happening, she's she's locked in her home and she's, she's seeing how she's portrayed in this documentary. Now the police are saying, we want to know more about this. Now this could just be them doing their due diligence, just saying, hey, we just need to make sure we crossed our T's and dotted our I's. But now they're looking even further into this. And that just didn't help things at all because people see that and they think oh the police now think that there's a reason to look into True. it possibly because she killed her husband <laughs> like why 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 10 days after Tiger King being released yeah. you know if this thing happened 20 years ago why weren't they looking for evidence back then just because it's popular again possibly so so then that happens which is just man that's just that's just not good for her. Then, I don't know if you remember this. This happened in May of 2020. Two YouTubers tricked Carol Baskin into having an interview with them. And it was her first post-Tiger King interview. Because everybody wanted to interview her, but she wouldn't do it. And these two YouTubers tricked her into having an interview because she thought that she was being interviewed by Jimmy Fallon. Oh, I don't remember that. I'm going to put a link to it in the show notes. It is crazy. So these two kids, uh, I should say maybe high school age, they got a soundboard of Jimmy Fallon quotes. And they specifically found some that had to do with animals that they've had people on the show before. And they talked to her representatives acting as though they were representatives for Jimmy Fallon and worked their way into securing an interview with her. And... Uh, they did a Zoom call with her. However, when they were doing the Zoom call, they said that Jimmy's camera was broken and they were not able to have Jimmy's face and they just went with it. Carol Bass's representatives and Carol Bass went along with it too. And then they had the interview only using sound bites <laughs> oh from God. their soundboard. And How... she had no idea. The whole time? The whole time. Oh, the whole man. time. They must have
2: done a good job with oh, the soundboard.
1: It, they, they, it, it's funny too because when you hear it, you can tell it's a soundboard. Like, I don't know how she did not know unless Mm. she thought maybe something was wrong, but she didn't hang up. She just kept going with it. So I'll put that in the show notes. Also, you can watch that if you, if you, if you want to check that out. So that's may, that's may. So vilified by the country, basically the documentarians police asking for more evidence in your husband's disappearance. You get tricked into a fake interview with a couple YouTubers. Your first interview post tiger King, and then to top it all off, Carol Baskin was a competitor on Dancing with the Stars this past fall. And how'd she do? She did not get eliminated the first week because there's no eliminations the first week. Okay. She danced to the song Eye of the Tiger. Of course. Okay. She received the scores of six, or excuse me, four, four, and three all right. uh, out of a possible 10. The second week, she danced to the song What's New Pussycat. All right. Um, which is, she was in the bottom two. She was not eliminated. The scores for that week were six, five, and five out of 10. Week three, she danced to the song Circle of Life. You can see a theme here. Yeah, I kind of do. Yeah. She received scores of five, four, and three out of 10, and then she was eliminated. All right. So, so not the
2: best showing. Not the best showing. But, I mean, that's like. I have my issues with dancing with the stars. Like she could have been competing with like athletes and like Oh, she did. Yeah, yeah she, so it's like ab- absolutely she did. It's a tough competition. Correct. It is. I hope she had fun.
1: It is. Hey, I'm sh- I'm not surprised she was on.
2: That did you know that was actually the uh third dancing show she appeared on this year? She was tricked into appearing on two other ones she thought were dancing with the stars.
1: What? With Jimmy Fallon hosting? Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's Both crazy. Of them. Two times, believe it or not. It would have been funny if um She agreed to participate in Dancing with the Stars because she had, like, a fake interview with Tom Berenger. (laughs) Because Tom Berenger got fired from Dancing with the Stars and was replaced by Tyra Banks. He got fired? Like, released, I guess you would say. So it would be funny if she showed up day one and she's like, where's Tom? That's who I (laughs) I talked to. He's not even here? What the heck? So, yeah, so Carol Baskin right there. So that's just ending the year off in not a good way. I mean she was on tv maybe she's in any publicity is good publicity kind of possibly possibly it looks like she had fun you know she tried her costume got to dance to some tiger animal (laughs) songs was she like these are my choices or do you think they said what was her what was her next song gonna be do you think oh man um i don't know what you could do after that i mean she hit lion king what's new pussycat eye the tiger Maybe a song from Cats. Oh yeah, there you go. That'd be a good one. Yeah, Memories. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or Jellicle Cat. Which we still don't know what it is. That's what she should have done. She could have danced the Jellicle Cat. Uh, so that that's what ended her 2020. Now going to 2021. What will have Carol Baskin have a better 2021? I, I think she needs to stay away from competition shows. I think she needs to stay away from interviews. <laughs>
2: so your her strategy for rebound is to become unknown for
1: no to not do anything publicly because this is the thing so her big cat rescue is already super big like people are going there now because of tiger king so she doesn't have to worry about that people are going to be going there so there's no other reason for her to go out into the public limelight i would say just i think she likes it have you seen how she what she wears
2: i I have seen what she wears (laughs) i think she likes people to see her I think she wants the fame. That's the one thing I would well, take. That, uh, I, that's a similarity I would say between her and Joe. Like, right? She, she wanted the fame. So
1: I do agree with you that she wants the fame. But my advice for her <laughs> to have a better 2021 is to stay out of the fame. Stay out of the. Stay so, out of the. Do line, you like.
2: think she would say she had a bad 2020, or do you think she'd be like, you know what, I was on TV like all the time, I had a good 2020.
1: Yeah, it's a good point.
2: Maybe she... the, the sponsorship deals are rolling in. <sighs> Maybe she gets free Frosted Flakes every day.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she has a partnership with tony the tiger yeah <laughs> <laughs> um may, maybe because i i know she said that she gets a lot of hate mail a lot yeah, of death I, threats I, yeah i'm sure yeah, she says say. there's a lot of drones that'll like fly what? over really? her house oh yeah like looking for bodies Look, and stuff yeah so i don't know i guess the better question would be is all of the fame you've received in 2020 worth it you know, is it what you right? And I think you I think
2: a normal person would say no, no way. That is not Correct. worth it. Correct. But there are certain type of people that just want
1: that want that spotlight. Now, I will say, this may have happened in twenty twenty. I forget. I think she may have come into possession of Joe Exotic's tiger uh, company. Oh, that
2: that was part of the. The settlement.
1: Yeah, like she was suing him for like a lot of money because he tried murdering, having someone <laughs> murder her. Well, I thought she was suing him for other reasons. Might be de- defamation, and she put like rattle. He put like rattlesnakes in her mailbox and like poisonous stuff. And
2: he used to like have a, an effigy of her on a show, and he would oh, yeah. do things to it. That. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a pretty. He bad. also
1: had a music video where someone dressed up like Carol Baskin and mm. fed like meat to tigers yeah. and said it was like her husband. Her husband's body, um, yeah, I, I feel like that did happen in 2020. I think she did come to possess Joe yeah, Exotic. I thought that might have even happened problem. by the end of the documentary. I can't it remember. May, it may have. I com- I completely forget. Um, so would you count that as a win? I would count that as a win. I would count that as a win. But I would. I mean, if I was in her position, I would chalk up 2020 as a loss, and then for 2021. My advice to you, Carol, because I know you're listening, (laughs) just, just stay out of it. You're, you're doing, you're going to do fine. People are going to go to big cat rescue. They're going to stop by. They're going to want to see you there anyway, and you can get your attention there if you want, but just for your own safety and your own sanity, it'll probably just be better for you if you just go away quietly and hang out with your new husband. Who's a, a very interesting character.
2: So I, I looked up the Big Cat Public Safety Act, which I think was the one she was pushing and trying to get passed. Yeah. It has passed the House, but that is it. All right, so it's still in the Senate. It was a bill uh revises requirements governing the trade of big cats like lion, tiger, leopard, cheetah, jaguar, or cougar. Uh, specifically, it revises restrictions on the possession and exhibition of big cats, including to restrict direct contract between the public and big cats. So, I believe that was the bill mentioned in uh, the Tiger King that she was trying to get passed.
1: Uh, unfortunately, it's probably not on the top of the docket right yeah. now for the for the Senate to to get through it with all of the other things we have going on right now. Uh, here we go. So, it was in May May twenty twenty, Baskin received ownership of the Greater Winwood Exotic Animal Park. Okay. So she did.
2: Did she close it down?
1: Uh, Let's see. All animals must be removed from the property as well after Lowe's license. uh... Sounds like she did. Baskin decided to sell the property on the condition that it never be used as an exotic zoo or tourist attraction ever again. So, yeah, it closed in 2020.
2: So she really really won.
1: Oh, I would say absolutely. She won that feud. Joe Exotic right now, he is sitting in a jail cell and he is everything he wanted he's not getting right now yeah because he can't he can't enjoy it and he's probably so furious that carol is getting everything like he would have been on dancing with the stars for sure oh my gosh and, and it would have been so great to watch he would have been hilariously bad yeah
2: did you watch any of carols
1: no I Does I she probably wear like I,
2: a leopard print
1: style? every every day, every, each dance she did. Okay. Yeah, some kind of leopard print thing. Now I can't. I'm not a professional dancer of any imagination, so I give her credit for going up there. That's not something I would be able to do. But it was not the best. <laughs> well, that was very
2: nice of you to say <laughs> like that.
1: Yeah. So anywho, so that's that's Carol Baskin. So definitely did not have the best 2020. However, possible to turn around and have a better 2021 if you just stay out of it
2: that's i hope she takes your advice i mean it sounds like that would work for her maybe
1: um do you have any fun facts about anything it's kind of hard to have fun facts uh, for the this only one. thing
2: i would say is so do you remember the one guy uh i can't think of his name maybe you'll help me think of it in tiger king one of the other guys who owned tiger king's who had a lot of...
1: It was in like Virginia or something? He was an or, older guy. North Carolina, South Carolina. Yeah, that sounds right.
2: Yeah. Who had a lot of uh like... Women. Women yep. working for him. Yep. He got busted for something. Oh, did he? Yeah. Good. I forget what it was exactly though.
1: That guy seemed like a... Um, oh man, that guy. Yeah. I wasn't a big fan of... Let's see if I can... Basically,
2: uh, all these tiger people had something in common where they like... They like can manipulate people to like do stuff for them. And you got to just watch it to understand. Oh, absolutely.
1: Uh, yeah, I can't. Oh, here it is. Oh my God. Doc, Doc Doc, Antle, Doc Antle, Doc Antle, whose full name, this was his full name. He was born Kevin Antle, but he changed his name to maham, maham, Bhagavan Antle. And he owns a private zoo in South Carolina.
2: Does it say anything about his legal issues?
1: Uh, in October, uh, 2020 after months long investigation and was indicted on multiple felony misdemeanor charges. They included one count of wildlife trafficking conspiracy to wildlife trafficking conspiracy to violate the endangered species act animal cruelty. Um, his daughters were also charged by a grand jury. Um, that's all I see right there. I don't see anything right, I mean, involving people.
2: That sounds pretty bad though. still.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely not, not good at all whatsoever he was on the Oprah Winfrey show it seems like some of these people may have had some brief popularity stints before Tiger King happened like Joe Exotic like he ran for president in 2016 yeah he did
2: and like these guys had popular zoos like these correct. were these were tourist attractions correct
1: exactly but the greed the greed just hit him hit him in the wrong way <laughs> uh well a couple of fun facts I'll give just here reading about Carol Baskin in 20, October 2020 she came out as bisexual Really, so hey, if that's how you're feeling, Carol, congratulations mm-hmm. to you for coming out and taking that honesty. it's the you know that definitely takes something um and uh she has as someone who lobbies for Congress, she has given to members of both political parties um which is one thing I thought was interesting though is that her big donation to a Democrat in the past three years was Cory Booker's twenty twenty presidential campaign. Hmm. But other than that, she has just been kind of donating to other people, too. But mainly, she just wants to get that act passed.
2: Yeah, I would say that big cat trafficking can be a bipartisan issue. I don't think that is, you know, a traditional one party cares more than the other about selling a lion. Right. I don't know. Maybe. (laughs) I don't
1: understand. I I don't don't get the appeal to it. Me neither. It seems like a lot of work. You and I went to our local zoo today, Mm -hmm. and we saw all these crazy animals and nothing about them made me think I want to have a tiger living in my house. No way. No way. It's just, a, it, it's, it's just a different lifestyle and it's just that, that fame and fortune lifestyle. You know, it makes you think back to the hangover movie, the first one with like Mike Tyson, like he just had a tiger because mm-hmm. he, because he could. Yeah. And people right. see that and they're like, this is so cool. Yeah. There's like a
2: mystique about it. And that's like kind of what they touched on in the, in the documentary that like, like there was like this like power fantasy that goes with it. Right. Not for me though. But I'm mean, I don't know. I don't even want a regular house cat, so I'm <laughs> well, not the best person. Well you can't
1: you're allergic too. If you had a tiger, that would be like a little house cat times a hundred. <laughs> Man, you have to take tons of zyrtec every day in your morning in your morning coffee. <laughs> All right. So who do you think would win in achieving their new year's resolutions? Robert Downey Jr.'s is to revive his acting career and the MCU. And Carol Baskin is to, she's not going to do it, <laughs> but I'll, I'm going to hurt myself in the polls, but I would recommend for her to stay out of the limelight. To so just fade away. Just just fade away. Take your and, wins. To take your wins and go on with your life. <laughs> <laughs> so there's going to be a poll uh, in our show notes. You can also check out our poll at Hoodwincast.com slash vote, where you can vote for who you think would win in accomplishing their New Year's resolution. Let's make a pact, Chris. We'll come back four years from now, <laughs> maybe a
2: year, maybe one year from
1: now, and we'll look back on how the MCU is doing, and we'll see uh, how long Carol Baskin lasted on Hell's Kitchen. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Do you want to make a quick MCU prediction? Are they going to have a, a successful
1: 2021? I I I don't think I don't think Black Widow is going to be released in theaters. Okay. Not you, not saying that that is what needs okay. to happen.
2: Do you think any of their movies this year will lose money?
1: Because they're not released in theaters,
2: or for whatever reason, because they or bomb. That was my next question, or any, are any of them. I don't. Be...
1: I don't think any of them will bomb because Marvel has a great track record, right? Agreed. now. Agreed. I don't think any of them will, will will due to COVID. Or if COVID aside, I don't think any of them will bomb. Okay. COVID in the picture, but black that might kill Black Widow. It might really hurt Black Widow. Okay. And if 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 the November, if the May date doesn't hit, I think it'll go to Disney Plus at that. Okay.
2: Moment. I, I think that's a great prediction. I think yeah. the MCU will be fine, though. I think they'll have a good 2021. Might lose a little money on Black Widow. I think they'll be all right.
1: They'll bounce back.
2: Yeah, I heard something interesting, though, that Disney is not currently making. Like, they're still in the red on Disney Plus. Like, it's not profitable yet. Would that surprise you? See, the only reason I hmm. would believe that is, though, because, like, their subscriptions were so discounted at first
1: to get people. Yeah, because you and I did the deal where you signed up for two years up front you got got a third year free it's
2: like i got it for like five dollars a month or something
1: right yeah because they're putting i think the mandalorian cost it like a hundred million dollars
2: yeah i believe it there's like high production shows on it.
1: there really are um yeah it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me because i think they said they have like 80 million subscribers right now okay so 80 million times you know 10 but it's not 10 dollars it's like like you said you get the discount one right a lot of people had the Verizon deal too. Yeah, sure. So, it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise them. I do think though that Disney Plus needs to up their original programming though.
2: Yeah, uh, I'm still going to give them a chance because like They're new. I think they it's had to a delay year. a lot of things because of COVID, so. Right, exactly. We'll see how this year goes.
1: I mean, I'd like to get to the point where it's like something like a new movie a week Right, or there's a
2: lot of downtime this year. Correct. I I have Lucy will watch stuff, so it's like I think with kids it's still a good a good move Mm -hmm. but like if you're in it for the adult shows you you probably watched
1: a few and you're like what do i do now i'll be honest too though like i turned it on yesterday just to see what was on disney plus and the the wolverine 2013's the wolverine uh, was on there and i was like oh cool and then i switched (laughs) to like youtube or something like it's a movie i haven't seen in forever really enjoyed it but i had no interest in sitting down and watching it right now so i definitely think they have stuff it's just stuff. Me personally, I'm like, oh, cool. It's yeah. Good, good. Good to know. Yeah. But not going for it right now. I know what you, I know how you feel. I feel yeah. the same way. If you curious to see what happens one year from now when we look back. Maybe that'll. Ugh, maybe we'll say Disney Plus had a bad 2021. Ooh. And what are they going to do to have a better 2022? We'll, we'll see. We'll have to see. Chris, anything else you want to add before we head out of here? Nope. All not right. Good. So please remember, as always, make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and our website, Whowouldwincast.com. Subscribe and write wherever you listen to podcasts, and please continue to participate in our show. For the Who Win cast, this has been Steve. And this has been Chris Mann. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye.